Welcome to the Restoration Pros Unplugged Podcast. In each episode, we're going to bring you insightful interviews and discussions with top restoration industry leaders. We're also going to delve into their business, the strategies that made them successful, and most importantly, the valuable lessons they've learned along the way. I'm your host, Clinton James. I'm also the Chief Marketing Officer at Water Restoration Market. We're a digital marketing agency dedicated to helping restoration companies nationwide secure more high-value water jobs. Now, this show, it aims to provide you with the knowledge and tools you need to excel in the restoration industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Restoration Pros Unplugged podcast. I am your host, Clinton James. And this is sponsored by my agency, Water Restoration Marketing. Uh, it's my pleasure today to introduce my guest. His name is Matt Sine. Uh, Matt owns A. Andrews and & Sons Cleaning and Restoration down in Wildemore, California. So, Matt, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me here today. I appreciate it. So, Matt, for the audience that doesn't know you, tell them a little bit about your business and about the restoration services that you guys offer. So, uh, as he said, uh, my name is Matt Sine, uh, and owner of Angels and Sons Cleaning Restoration. Uh, I've been the owner since 2012. Uh, my wife, Maggie, once we got married, she became the owner as well. And uh, <laughs> inadvertently through marriage. <laughs> and uh, you know how that goes. Uh, and uh, But prior to that, my mom and dad, they were the owners in 1974. They started the business in Orange County. And uh, 1991, they came over to Riverside County, which is, uh, I was only like one year old at that point. And then, um, but I was working with my dad since I was a little kid, about five years old. We started off with actually janitorial cleaning and uh, went to carpet cleaning. And then it wasn't until I took over the business, um, I started everything with with restoration. Okay, so you can see under your dad. Um, living in the cleaning and janitorial space for years, but I'm guessing like when you were a middle school and high school kid, you didn't have dreams of owning a janitorial cleaning or restoration company at that point, right? No, definitely not. Um, I, I always saw myself doing something actually with business. Okay. I wanted to be a business owner because I definitely looked up to my dad. I saw him being a business owner. I definitely didn't think I was going to go in the same route as him, but it kind of just ended up being that way. So um, I can go a little bit further into detail about it if you like. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us about it. Well, basically, uh, was working with him since, like I said, I was like a little kid. And then uh, I'd say about 18 years old, I actually branched away from the business. Uh, got a job in, actually moved to Indiana. Got a job over there for about six months. Didn't like Indiana. Came back. <laughs> California, got a job working at uh, Domino's Pizza. So I was actually a, a delivery guy for okay. about two years up in Camp Pendleton, uh, believe it or not, making $10,000 a month delivering pizza, which was, yeah, kind of crazy. Southern California, will you hear a story <laughs> about somebody <laughs> delivering pizza and making $10,000? Yeah. So that, um, I was going to, I was actually for a while, because I was making so much money doing that, I actually thought that actually was going to be, I was just going to continue to do that. And um, 
But uh, they, what ended up happening was basically there was too many people. Uh, they they brought on too many people, and it just it started dwindling down. Everyone stopped started making not as much money. So <clears throat> my dad in 2011 came, to, and this was right around the time when this this just so happened to be the same exact time that this happened. He came to me and he said, uh, "Unfortunately, I have to file bankruptcy." And I know. Yeah. So he, um, my mom had some serious medical bills. Um, she shattered her leg and, uh, her leg and she, six months, uh, had this big giant iron metal cast on her leg. And that actually, that cost my mom and dad about $300,000. And at the time, I don't know why, but my mom and dad didn't have any health insurance. So they had to file bankruptcy. And uh, so my dad came to me and said, hey, I know that you're not really, you know, interested in doing this business. But I, 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 my lawyer said that we, we, I have to get out of this business or I will not be able to file bankruptcy. Even, and so he filed bankruptcy. I took over. He kind of was still clinging on to the business. Right. Um, for a few years and then, uh, eventually it's, it's, it, you know, he got out of debt and everything kind of came to fruition with him and he still is a little part of the business. Uh, my mom and dad, they actually, now they do our house cleanings for us on the restoration side, on the repair side. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they still do it a little bit part-time one or two days a week, not too much. All right. So you did cleaning, both commercial, residential for a little while, and then you had the bright idea of transitioning from doing that into getting into restoration. What, where'd you get that crazy idea from? Okay, so yeah, let me tell you the story behind that. So we were, actually, this goes back to one of my employees. So my employee, James, who cleans carpets, we actually, I enrolled him into uh, a training, like a business training. Mm-hmm. And same training that I did years ago for business and just, you know, getting to relationships, stuff like that. He met someone in the training. It was like a partner of his, like they did a, like this, the training together. Yeah. He had a restoration business called Right. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Right Tech, but they're actually like nationwide. And I never heard it at the time, but what ended up happening was he came to me and he said, Hey, you know, we actually need a carpet cleaner for our, our business. We have a lot of water restoration jobs. Can you be our vendor? So it started off as me being their vendor for Rytech. And then other Rytechs started contacting me saying, hey, we need you for carpet cleaning. We need you for carpet cleaning. And then before you know it, I started getting to know all the owners in Southern California. And they all were using them for carpet cleaning. One owner, Joe and Max of the Temecula branch, which is, you know, right next to Wolomar, they came over to, uh, he called me one day and he said, uh, hey, Matt, we've been working with you for over a year now. And, uh, you know, you answer your phone, you text back right away, you send us the invoices right away, you respond, you never always say yes. Everything about you is just, you know, like we just really love. We're opening up another franchise. And San Bernardino, we want you to be an owner of right. Wow. And I, and I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, well, what do I need to do? He goes, you need to get your uh, WRT 
certification for water, your right. AMRT for mold. And he goes, and that's it. He goes, you can, you can jump on. So I hung up the phone and I immediately went online the same exact day and I signed up for the classes. Maybe one month later, I had all my certifications and, and I called them up and we paid $30,000 franchise fee and I became an owner of Right. So it's funny that you mentioned that because a lot of the folks that I work with that came over from the carpet cleaning and upholstery thing, they also transitioned into, originally transitioned into franchise ownership. Um, so it sounds like you had a pretty similar experience. So were, did you actually operate as a ride tech restoration franchise for a little while? I did. Okay. I, I did. That. We, I had ride tech for about one year. Okay. And I learned the, in, the ins and outs of every single thing of restoration, water damage, every single thing you can possibly think of. Um, learning from Joe and Max, my business partners, and then also insurance adjusters. Yeah. Um, about one year in, uh, they, uh, they were doing some things that I did not really like. And so I actually removed myself from the business. Understood. Don't need to go into any more detail. <laughs> I understand sometimes those partnerships aren't exactly <laughs> what they're supposed to be. Um, okay. So you decide, hey, not going to be a part of LiveTech anymore. Yep. I'm going to go back to my dad's cleaning company. But instead of being A, Andrews and Son cleaning, you guys became? A, Andrews and Son's cleaning and restoration. That's All exactly right. right. All right. What yeah. was that? Um, that was 2019, actually, is when we started doing water, water damage and restoration. So um, I was owners with them 2018. And then that's when we did transfers and everything over to the restoration side. Okay. So, yeah, so I imagine you all learned a lot of lessons in terms of going through that franchise process and working yeah. with good business partners. But now you're on your own. You've got your own uh, restoration company. What do you think's the um, the biggest challenge that you've experienced since 2019 when you hung your own shingle and started your own restoration company? The biggest, the, honestly, the biggest challenge that I have or I have had was actually finding good people to work with. Oh, man. I hear that all the time from the restoration <laughs> companies, especially here in California. It's yeah. really hard to find, hire, and keep good technicians, right? Yeah. So once I found, once I found my, my group of people that I've had, and I've had them for about over three years now, I've had the same staff. Uh, everybody is really, they're not going anywhere. Um, everybody's set in their careers and their job positions and, uh, and you know, can, and it can improve and, you know, go from there. Uh, that was the biggest challenge was honestly doing that, that, that more than, more than literally anything else. Awesome. I'm glad you've been able to found, find your team and, and they're doing well for you. Um, now remind me again, you not only do obviously the commercial cleaning stuff, you do water restoration. You do, do you do fire and smoke? We do. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys do mold? We do. Asbestos abatement? No. Okay. No, we don't. We don't need that. That's, that's a whole, that's a whole nother license uh, that I don't have. And uh, I have a buddy who I refer to when okay. it comes to asbestos. Um, he, he told me that not even get into it. He goes, he goes, there's no money. It's too much work. And I was like, okay. I was like, like whatever, I'll just leave it to them. So a lot of the restoration companies I work with, they just do the mitigation work, right? They go in, do the dry out. They get to leave that house a superhero. 
And then they refer out to like some general contractor to come back in and put everything together. What about you guys? Do you guys do mitigation and rebuild or do you guys just focus on the mitigation? So it's interesting that you say that because that's exactly what Rytech does. Um, and a lot of these chains actually do that. Um, but when we first started off, I only did the water side. We did the, we did the demo. We did the dry out. We came in here. We actually, I didn't even refer anybody. I just said, Hey, go on Google, go on Yelp, find somebody else for the repairs. Done. About one year in, there was, uh, I think it was an old lady uh, in Palm Springs. And she asked, she asked us to start, you know, to do her repairs for her. And I said, we don't really, well, you know, we don't really do that. And she kind of begged me to do it. And so that's what kind of, and that, and so I think after doing that, and I actually have a story about this job actually later. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what kind of got me into it was I, you know, I, someone asked me and then right after we did that, I kind of liked doing it. And so I was like, Hey, let's, let's start doing this. So yeah, we do do both now in-house. Awesome. Um, that, that's great. So it's really a, a better experience for the homeowner, right? We're mm-hmm. having one company come in and be responsible for doing everything. And I'm sure the insurance companies would rather work with one company through the whole process than two or they do. different companies. There, so. Yeah. I get a lot of adjusters saying, oh, can you do the repairs too? And I go, yeah. And they go, oh, good. I'd rather work with just one contractor. So. All right. Now, the real reason that I wanted to have you on here is because over the last couple of months, um, not only do full transparency, not only has uh, have I worked with Matt for uh, like, I would say about two and a half going on three years now, we have done a pay-per-click campaign in Southern California for him across about four different counties, um, specifically focused on getting to more water restoration jobs. So we really appreciate working with you on that. Um, one of the other things that we do is we kind of monitor and work with some of our our, our, our clients to help optimize their Google business profile and improve where they rank in the map packs. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm on there with Matt, and I see over a couple-week period, every day this guy is getting multiple five-star Google reviews from customers. And I'm like, okay, I didn't, you know, didn't pay too much mind to it the first couple of days, but literally it was consistently for about three or four weeks, you were getting multiple five-star reviews from customers. So my first thought was, Matt's buying a review. This isn't going to end well, right? (laughs) (laughs) But then we got on the phone a couple of weeks ago and you walked me through the process that you implemented and that's really helped get you guys more reviews. So can you tell our audience a little bit about what caused it, what you started doing and how you've been able to execute that in terms of getting more reviews, specifically Google reviews, because we all know those are the most valuable ones. Yeah, so basically what I did was we had a campaign of for basically one month campaign, we we set a goal. Um, we had about, I think we had about 45 star, 45 star reviews on Google when we started the campaign. Yeah. And we set off a goal, believe it or not, our goal was just to get to 60. That was our goal. Well, you, you knocked that out of the park, my friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what we did was we we have a, a, a we had a program, and it's just an app, and it was just basically a, a, just sending text or text messages to basically every single customer we've ever had back from 2016. So it went back really far. Okay, so you guys had the names and cell phone numbers of all the clients that you worked with in this period. And you guys decided to do like a reactivation campaign. 
Reese those folks that ask for reviews. Okay. Um, by the way, if any of you guys are interested, my company can help you set up a program like that. <laughs> now, with that being said, Matt, what did you say in those mess messages that resonated with folks that probably hadn't worked with you in years, right? Until essentially did the job. Yeah. So there, of course, you know, there was a couple people that said, who is this? I've never worked with you before in my entire life. Other people were like, oh, I remember you and your dad. Uh, so we had lots of different people say different things. Uh, um, and I think if I would have just left the program run, I probably would have gotten, you know, 20, 30 reviews on its own without even saying anything. But what I think, what I know what worked the best is Every single time someone said, who is this? Um, or even said, you know, oh, hey, I remember you guys, you know, how have you been? I responded back with a photo of myself in front of my vein. Okay. And I sent them that first. And then I said, hey, this is Matt Sine with A. Andrews and Sons. We, you know, cleaned your carpets back in 2016. You know, we did restoration for you in 2021. Uh, whatever we did. And I said, we're re you know, we have a goal right now to get to 60 reviews. And, you know, we're reaching out to past customers for work that we did. And we are, we are a family business. And this is vital for me and my family's growth of our online presence and just me and my family just for our, you know, well-being. Sure. And our, and our, and our you know, to increase our business. And every single person after I said, oh, this is a family business, they said, where do I give you the review? That's awesome, man. Um, now, I'm, I'm sure when you showed up, whether it was for cleaning or restoration services, you and your team did a great job. But them seeing that picture of you in front of your service van, you reminding them, hey, this is a family business. This is how I take care of my family, how my team takes care of their family tug on those heartstrings a little bit and they would <laughs> sign me up, man. Let me write a review for you. So yep. you went from a little over 40 reviews to where I think you're at what? 115, 120 at this point. I think it's 117. Awesome, man. And that's not over a long period of time. That literally has come in over the last maybe 60 days or so. Would you guess? Mm -hmm. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. We, um, we were getting at one point we were getting sometimes like three a day. That's awesome. And what a lot of people don't realize is those Google reviews are not only great for building your online reputation, but those Google reviews, those four and five star reviews, those are a big trigger in terms of determining where your business ranks in that map pack, right? Everybody's goal is to get into those top three, right? Those are, those are like gold. You're going to get clicks. You're going to get calls. You're going to get site visits. You're going to get jobs when you're in that map pack there. So have you seen an uptick in the number of calls that you're getting specifically from your Google business profile? as a result of all those additional reviews that you added? Okay, so immediately after doing this, I mean, it, it, it's been in, it's been crazy. It's been, we, we have had, it, it went from, uh, we have a program, you know, Google, Google Paper Call, and then we also have Google, Google Paper Click. Yes. Ever since we have got all of these reviews, I, I feel like the business has like tripled in false. It's, it's, it's insane. That's awesome. It's, it's insane. Um, people will call me on the phone and say, I saw that you have over a hundred star reviews and yeah. that's why I called you. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're really, you're dominating the first page, right? 
You do LSAs, you do Google Guarantee, right? We're doing pay-per-click for you so that you show up in Google ads. And now, thanks to all these additional five-star reviews that you've got in Google, you're showing up in the map as well. And that kind of has a great relationship where you're going to get a click and you're going to get a call from folks that are in need of your service there. So that's awesome, man. Um, all right. I appreciate you sharing that insight. Again, for any of our audience that's interested in setting up that kind of automation program, my team can certainly help you with that. Um, before we go, Matt, one of the things that I like to do is I like to ask clients if they've got, uh, or guests like yourself, if they have either a funny or really fulfilling story uh, of some restoration work that they've done in the, uh, in the past that really left them with a smile on their face or you know some great feelings in their heart. So do you want to tell me something about what you guys have done? Yeah, so uh, the, so that lady that kind of introduced us kind of getting into reconstruction, uh, her name was Linda. She was in Palm, she, Palm Springs. She actually was a referral from my old business owner's right. Okay. They actually, it was actually kind of funny because they called me up one day and they said, hey, um, we're, we're slammed. We don't have any time to handle this owner in, in Palm Springs. Can, can you go handle it? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go do it. So I went out there and she had uh, just one, just one room. It wasn't too big of a job. Um, and, but by the time that we got there though, um, because she doesn't, you know, most homeowners, they don't know whether to hand, to get rid of it right away. She kind of had mold and it was going on for a couple of days now. Okay. So I said, Hey, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be coming back here tomorrow. I already, I already talked to the adjuster, everything. I already talked, everything was approved. Yeah. I said, we're going to get started. And she goes, well, what do you need for me to do? And I said, just live your life. I will go take care of everything. Don't worry about a thing. And I said, what I definitely don't want you to do, and a lot of homeowners do this, is, is don't put any of those fans that I see in the living room in that room. Don't do anything of those sorts. Don't even go in that room. Just stay out of that room. So we come back tomorrow morning, the next day. And uh, what do I come to find is all the fans in that. Oh, no. <laughs> and on top of not just that room, she has the door open. She has all of the fans kind of leading. So it blows all of the spores into the rest of her house. So now this $5,000 job just turned into an entire mold job. We got the, the house tested because I said, you know, she's a 90-year-old lady. I wanted to be safe. Right. Every single room in her house tested from all. Oh. We had to pack out her entire house. We had to, uh, about half of her house had to, drywall had to be removed, floors. It turned into, I think this was at the time, it was like a $250,000 it turned into a huge shop and she, she had a roommate and her roommate was not all there. And, uh, but was, it was kind of funny though, because every single time we go there, she'd forget like, you know, who we were. And then she'd be like, Oh, I remember now of who you guys are. Uh, but sometimes we show up and she'd try to, you know, go, so shoo us away. Like, who are you guys? <laughs> and, um, so anyway, once we, once we finished the job, um, which this job took us about three months. And so, because it was a very large job, uh, we were going, me and my wife were actually going out there about every, I was going every single day or every other day. 
we got to know this girl really, really, really well. And um, she, at one point, when when it come to time to pay for everything, um, you know, she had all the she had all the checks, she had all the money, she had a deductible of a thousand dollars, and she says, "Oh, um, you know, oh, I have to, I think I'm going to have to go get a loan." to get you the thousand dollars. She goes, cause I don't have it, but can you wait a couple of days? And I said, you know what, ma'am? I said, don't worry about getting any loan. I said, I will cover your deductible for you. Don't worry about a thing. I, I, you, I said, I make sure that you'll pay nothing out of pocket. And I remember sitting down at the table when me and my wife, when we were saying that, and just the tears started coming out of her face. And she was just so grateful because partially because she knows that she was responsible <laughs> actually this entire mess. Cause, and she was, she was funny about it too. Cause she's like, Oh, I know that I kind of created this whole entire thing. She goes, oh, we guys would have been done a long time ago. You wouldn't have to do any of this stuff. But she goes, I have come to see you guys as friends. And uh, my wife, she makes banana bread. She has a banana bread business. And uh, she gave her share, she gave her some, and she just absolutely like loved it. And she just, she just, she, to this day, she, you know, she'll call us every once in a while. And she goes, oh, you know, I just remember when it all happened and you guys were so great and your wife gave me the banana bread. And she's like, I'll never forget that. And whenever she gets like a new dog, she'll send me photos and say, hey, oh, my new dog. So it kind of turned into a friendship. So it was it was it was really cool, and that was like my first time getting into the whole entire industry uh, for reconstruction, and everything came out really good and, and perfect. And 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 then we became, we got a friend out of it too, so that was so that was great. Now that's awesome. A lot of people think about getting into the restoration space because of the money you can make. And sure, there's a great opportunity for you to make money, but you're also really having an impact on these homeowners' lives because they're going to call you at their lowest, right? whether it's fire, whether it's water, whether it's mold. Um, and your job is to get in there, make that home safe place for them and their family again. It sounds like you did that, um, made a friend, got a great profitable job out of it. So that, that's all. Yep. Um, yep. Matt, I really want to thank you for giving us some time today. Um, and for our audience, uh, thank you for sticking around. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe. Uh, the Restoration Pros Unplugged podcast. Uh, we're here for interviews, insights from entrepreneurs like Matt and professionals in the restoration industry. So um, I know you guys have had some rain down there, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so until I get a chance to talk to you again, Matt, please stay safe, stay dry, and I hope you and your team stay busy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Pros Unplugged podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe, share, and also leave us a five-star review. We'll be back with more interviews and discussions with restoration industry leaders really soon. In the meantime, if you're a restoration company looking to add more high-value water jobs, you can reach me and my team at waterrestorationmarketing.net. Again, that's waterrestorationmarketing.net. I look forward to hearing from you soon.